0: Interest rates are going up. What is that going to do to the investor? We're going to talk about that on this episode of Real Estate Revenue. This is Real Estate Revenue. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Estate Revenue. I'm your host, Paul Erie, and we're going to talk about interest rates. That's what's on a lot of people's minds, especially new investors, people who have never had any experience with real estate investing. What is that going to do to us as investors? Uh, Is it going to keep us from buying? Is it going to make it more difficult? Is it going to make it easier? Well, a lot of things are going to change, but... One question is how long will this change last? That's something we don't know. Here's the problem. Rates right now have gone up from 3% or less up to um, around 6%. Now, I have a a friend who's a residential realtor told me a couple of weeks ago that uh, he had a client with a credit score of about 720 to 750, somewhere in there who had a house under contract, could not get a mortgage for less than 6.5%. So that's getting on up there. But you know what? That is really a normal interest rate. Uh, Here's the thing. Less than 3% interest has been normalized, and we got spoiled to that. Uh, It's not normally... That low interest rates have been pushed down intentionally, so interest rates really were artificially low. They were pushed down by the Federal Reserve, and it's all part of the the manipulation that goes on of the money supply and uh, the economy by the Federal Reserve. It seems like the more they try to do, the worse they make the economy. The worse they make certain markets. And the more they try to fix it, the worse it gets. They're starting to be more like the government in that they can't do anything. They can't touch anything without screwing it up. That's a problem the government has. Now the Federal Reserve has that problem. They've probably always had it, but it's getting worse. Now, uh, the reason the interest rates are going up right now is they're trying to counter inflation. If we didn't have the crazy inflation that we have, they probably wouldn't be ready to raise the rates yet. But having the interest rates too low was part of the cause of inflation to begin with. Uh, That's why house prices, that's why real estate prices are so high. They are inflated. It's not a normal real estate market. And these prices are too high. They should not be this high because the interest rates are lower than a normal interest rate. So when I bought my first two investment properties, those were bought at seven and a half percent. I bought them at the same time and I got seven and a half percent financing. And I was okay with that. Those properties were a little bit riskier than most. I probably should have been able to get six or six and a half percent. I got seven and a half percent. And you know what? I still made really good money on those properties. Uh, that's the thing. It You may pay more of a payment, but when the prices are lower on the properties, it kind of balances out. And right now we're out of balance. There's a balance that goes on between the interest rate and the purchase price. And the prices of properties always go up when the interest rate goes down really low like it is right now. When it gets extremely low, there's a buying frenzy, and people buy. They buy, buy, buy all the time, and that's what's been happening. And they've been paying too much. They've been paying a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand over asking price. They're waiving their buyer's rights. They're they're waving appraisals, waving surveys, waving inspections, and just throwing down money and buying whatever they can get their hands on. Well, when that happens, we always have a correction. Real estate goes in cycles, just like weather, the climate goes in cycles, uh, the economy goes in cycles, there are political cycles, Uh, the government goes in cycles. We have, uh, right now, Democrats are in both houses and in the White House. Well, it's probably about to change. It goes back and forth uh you know we had republicans before then we had democrats it just goes back and forth it's a cycle we have right now we're in a heat wave in texas a lot of heat well that's nothing unusual for us it's been going on all my life we'll have a couple of years of really hot weather then we'll have a mild year we'll have a mild summer and a mild winter and then we go to the extremes the other way one winter a lot of a lot of ice and snow and cold and summer really hot over 100 degrees but then it goes calms back down goes the other way Been doing it all my life so the economy's in that right now we're we heated up now it's going to calm down real estate is going to go along with it now i hear a lot of speculation the so-called experts that you see on fox business on cnbc People that think they know exactly what's going to happen and they hardly ever get it right. You know, they'll say, here's an example. They were saying for weeks, inflation's peaked. Uh, we don't think it's going to go up any higher. And then what happens when the inflation report comes out, the CPI report comes out at the end of the quarter? Guess what? It went up half a percent from 8.6 to 9.1. And as you've probably heard me say before, If you go to shadowstats.com, where they calculate inflation rate based on the way they did it in 1980, you'll see that we're really at about 18%. It's usually about double what the government publishes. The government wants inflation to be lower because if they told the truth, they would have to pay a lot more money out in Social Security because when inflation goes up, they have to do cost of living increases on Social Security checks. Well, they would much rather do 9 0.1% than 18.2%. So they found a way to lie about it. They found a way to do it where nobody would notice. They cut out certain things like food and gas and energy. So they don't count that. The things that we need to survive. So we're in this cycle. Now interest rates are going up. So prices will come down on properties real estate prices will come down because interest rates are going up. That's how it works. I'm sure you noticed the reverse of that. When interest rates went down, prices went up. So now the interest rates are going back up. The prices will come down. They will normalize. They'll get back in, in sync and we'll, we'll have a more rational real estate market before long. I might take 18 months or so. Um, but you know what? This is where the opportunities are going to come from. We're going to have some good opportunities in this time period. Now, unfortunately, the opportunities are going to come at the expense of somebody else's problems. But they're going to have those problems anyway. You're not taking advantage of those people by helping them out of their properties. They want to get out of them. There's There are going to be people out there who need to sell off property to stay out of financial trouble. And it's not your fault. You have you didn't cause it. You're not cheating them. So don't feel guilty about buying their properties. But when these properties come up, you need to be ready to make a purchase. That's when you make your money in real estate. Make it when you buy. And don't worry that the interest rates are higher than they were six months ago. Don't worry that you're paying 6 or 7%. The prices will come down, and it will even out somewhat. And later on, when the interest rates come back down, and they will, you can refinance. So don't worry if you're having to get a loan at 7%. So here's what's important to look at with interest rates. You need to look at how fast they go up. That's where we can get in trouble. In commercial real estate, the contracts are a lot longer term. What I mean by that is um, when you buy a house, you can do like a 30-day closing or less. In commercial real estate, you have a lot more due diligence to do. You have a feasibility period. You need a longer contract. It's common to have a 60-day, 90-day, 120-day contract, even longer if it's a huge property with a lot of moving parts. For example, if you were buying a 500-unit apartment complex, you probably would not want to do a 90-day feasibility period. You would probably want maybe as long as 180 days. There's a lot of calculation, a lot of work to go into buying a 500-unit apartment property. You have to get other people involved. You have to coordinate everything. And you're going to have to probably have accountants involved in calculating your your returns and and uh, depreciation and everything's going to go into the calculation of the purchase of this property now what happens if you go into this contract and interest rates let's say are at 6% and this may be a huge property it could be you know it's going to be millions of dollars you go into that at 6% interest and by the time you're done with your contract and you're ready to close, rates have gone up to seven. All your calculations are gone. They're out the window. You have to do it all over again. And it may not be a good deal anymore. So be very careful. Uh, I ha- heard this point made on uh, Ken McElroy's uh, podcast. It's uh, Real Estate Strategies. I believe is the name of it. He was involved in a deal like that. His was huge. It was a $100 million deal. And uh, interest rates went up during his uh, contract period, during his feasibility period. Well, guess why? It was no longer a good deal for him. Interest rates went up enough that it was not a good deal at the negotiated price. The thing there that will get you is your earnest money. You want to be sure the earnest money is refundable. Don't ever sign a commercial contract with a non-refundable earnest money. If it's non-refundable and you back out of the deal, you're going to lose it. You don't want to do that. So that's just a little, a little pro tip there. Don't ever do that. Try to always get a refundable earnest money Amount in your contract. Don't ever make it non-refundable because if it is and you want to back out, you're going to lose some money. And if it's a big deal, typically they put up one percent. So if you have a million dollar, a million, a million dollar deal, you got a ten thousand dollar earnest money check out there, and uh, you know you don't want to lose that. That's a lot of money to lose to just throw away. Make it refundable. So. Interest rates, where are they going to go? Well, you know, we don't really know. The, the Federal Reserve basically can do whatever they want. They kind of telegraph what they do. They, they uh, will tell us a little bit, you know, here and there. But probably they'll go up some more. And here's why. Here's what happened in the 1980s. Uh, they, they had um, inflation was was really high back then. It, it had gotten up uh, from the 70, 1970s. It had come up to well over double-digit inflation. I was really young then, so it's hard for me to remember that. But they raised interest rates to up to the level of inflation. And that's how we got double-digit interest rates in 1980, in the early 80s. It was because they were trying to counteract inflation and bring inflation down. And it did. But, uh, you know, they had interest rates. uh, I remember home mortgages at 18%, 17 or 18% in 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 the 80s. And you know, I was building houses and if you could get 10% or less, you know, you were lucky. That's why they will probably go up a lot more than what they are now because they aren't even anywhere near the real inflation. Back then they they were telling they were countering the real inflation. Now they're saying it's 9%, but it's really not. It's twice that much. So how much do you think they're going to have to go up? They're not going to stop at six or 7%. Not if they really want to counter inflation, they got to do some, they can do some other things to counter it too. They can pull back money out of the money supply. And, and this is just, I'm not an expert on this. I'm not an economist. And, uh, so don't take my word on all of this, but, uh, All of these things will have a pretty profound effect on the real estate market. Prices are gonna come down. Interest rates will probably go up a lot more. And here's why. In the 1980s, they were raising interest rates to counter inflation and they were trying to get up, trying to get interest rates up to where inflation was. So we ended up with home mortgages around 17, 18%. So today, That's what they're, that's what they're part of what they're trying to do. They're doing some other things today that I don't know if they did back then, uh, but uh, what they're doing today, uh, they're kind of doing the same thing. They're just not being as aggressive as they were in the 80s. So, uh, but price, just remember, prices will go down as the rates go up. Rents will probably go up. How much they'll go up, I don't know, but... But you can likely count on the rental rates going up. But the whole the whole idea is we need a balance. Things will get back into balance. Uh, and don't freak out over this interest rate. It's not that bad yet. Just hang tight. Be patient. Now this will be a time to be creative in your purchases. This is when creative financing, uh, starts becoming more common. You'll have people that, uh, some sellers that want to sell, they may have an assumable loan. You might be able to assume somebody's loan and maybe get some seller financing on the other end of it, on the, uh, on the, uh, equity side of it. And that's when you can make some good deals. Um, you might get some other creative ideas like a master lease where you lease a property with a, with a purchase option for a set price, and it's set for purchase maybe four or five years out, and hopefully by then interest rates will come down and you can buy the property at your agreed upon price, come out pretty well with that. Uh, there are, are going to be a lot, of, a lot of things like that come up over the next year or two, uh, it'll be a great time to do creative financing, do, do some uh, seller financing. Uh, anytime you can find, especially a mom and pop investor that has been operating an apartment building or a self-storage facility or something like that, that's ready to retire, they're ready to get out of it. And, you know, it's always a good selling point to tell somebody, hey, if you sell or finance this to me. You can still make money on it, still have an income cash flow on it without the headaches of having to manage the property and the burden of having to pay all the bills and keep up with the property. And uh, a lot of times you'll get people that'll that'll go for that. And uh, they'll, they'll do you a deal on a seller financing. And I've worked some of those deals before. They work out pretty good. and uh, And again, you can always refinance that later and pay them off if you want to. So the short story is don't freak out over higher interest rates. Don't give up on real estate because the rates are going up. Look at it as an opportunity. It's a chance for you to get in somewhere where you may not have been able to before. Keep your cash uh, the next 18 months or so. We're going to have a lot of opportunities come up. I think if you if you wait it out, if you uh, start looking, look for the opportunities I think you're going to find some, and I think you'll be glad interest rates went up. I know I am because I think these crazy prices on on properties right now—they've got to come down. And this is about this is probably the best, quickest way to do it. Interest rates will drop the price, and uh, you know, don't give up, don't run away, stay there and and uh, keep looking, keep working. Keep working on it; it will happen for you. So that's about it for this episode. I hope I was able to make you a little happier about real estate and the interest rates. I hope hope you uh, hope you don't get down on this. Don't uh, don't don't get uh, discouraged at all. Just keep going; it's going to get better. This is actually uh, these are some good things happening right now, and and uh, um, uh, you know it's interesting. I always hear uh, before I leave. Always hear. there always seems to be a lot of false optimism, and what I mean by that is, I hear people say, "Oh, it's this is not going to happen like it did in 2008. That can't happen again." Uh, and and they also say things like, um, "I don't think it's going to be a real estate crash. You know, everything else might go to hell, but I don't think real estate's going to." Uh that's. Yeah, of course, it's not going to be exactly like 2008 because they did change some things. They did put in some preventions for that type of thing to happen. However, it can still happen just another way. They've also done some things to screw up the system a lot differently than they did in 2008. So don't say it can't happen again. Never say never. Some people say we're not going to have a recession or maybe maybe there's a 25% chance of a recession you know or maybe inflation's going to peak so be realistic about it don't let false optimism let you make mistakes think about this if you were sitting in your house and it caught on fire would you sit there on your couch watching TV and think to yourself well It's not a big fire yet. Maybe it'll just go out and I won't have to call the fire department. No, you don't do that. You get up, you call the fire department, you get out of the house, and you stand out in the street and watch your house burn while the fire department floods it with water. That's what you do. And that's, that's the realistic part of it false optimism part would have been if you had stayed in the house and think, oh, it's just going to go away. It's not going to burn. Don't do that. Don't think that real estate can never crash again and don't think the economy can't crash again because it can. It might not, but it might. We don't know. We can't predict it with 100% accuracy. We can't say when, where, or how, but it could happen, and it's looking... You know, we got some pretty good. We got a pretty good shot at it happening here. I hope it doesn't happen. Really, and really, and truly, I hope the economy does not crash. I hope real estate does not crash. I hope we have just this nice evening out and balancing of everything so that people don't get hurt, people don't lose their fortunes. But right now, you know, the people's four hundred one k's have already lost four hundred one k's and IRAs have already lost just this year three trillion dollars. So something's going to happen, and we need to be ready for it. So that's about it for this episode. Uh, Cheer up and uh, keep working and keep going. And and, uh, I'll see you next time on Real Estate Revenue.